Okay, I think, uh, Steph, we can go ahead and get started. Okay. Let me... Recording in progress. Okay, uh, Commissioner Dillard? Present. Commissioner Gathua? Commissioner Harris? Here. <clears throat> Commissioner Johnson? Here. Uh, Commissioner Krebs? Here. Commissioner Merritt? Here. Uh, Commissioner Nobis? Present. Uh, Commissioner Rivera? Here. And Commissioner Traore? Okay. Awesome, so we'll go ahead to agenda item number two, reading of Native American land acknowledgement. And it says, we meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homelands of the Native American nations to whom we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of Iowa City was within the homelands of the Iowa, Meskwaki, and Sauk. And because history is complex and time goes far back beyond memory, we also acknowledge the ancient connections of many other indigenous peoples here. The history of broken treaties and forced removal that dispossessed indigenous peoples of their homelands was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work toward equity, restoration, and reparations. Um, next, we will move to the approval of meeting minutes from January 19, 2022. Do I have, uh, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? I move. Thank you. Do we have a second? Second to pass the meeting minutes. It's been properly moved and seconded to approve the meeting minutes from January 19th. Commissioner Dillard? Yes. Commissioner Harris? Yes. Commissioner Johnson? Yes. Commissioner Krebs? Yes. Commissioner Merritt? Yes. Commissioner Nobis? Yes. And Commissioner Rivera? Yes. Motion passes. Seven zero. Thank you. Um, next, we'll move to public comment of items not on the agenda. First, we'll move to people in the room with us. Is there anyone in the room that'd like to make a comment not on the agenda? Thank you. Is there anyone online that would also like to make any comments not on our agenda tonight? Okay. So next we'll move on to um, number five, which is facilitator services proposal, just to give us an update. Um, I, I move that we'll go to um, Annie in the, uh, in the room right now for that. Yes. So I wanted to let you know what's going on. Last week, Jeff Ruan sent out a letter with questions related to creating co a contract with each of the groups involved. So Kearns and West, Think Peace, which is Eduardo and Dave, um, the three of us, the local partners, and then the native partners that Sakawas introduced us to. So Terry Medina, Manape, who you met, Manape Lamere, and um, Danielle Wanati. And so, anyway, last, last week, the three of us, Angie and V and I, met and looked at the questions and answered them and prepared. And everybody's working on their own sections. We had some ideas for the 
the native partners and we're reaching out to them. And finally this morning I was able to, or last night, talk with Manape and then today Danielle and tomorrow I'll talk with T. So actually, so, so that's moving ahead. And he wants the answers to those questions so that he can finalize contract stuff and make sure that things are, details are crisp for the council. So that's what's happening. And just as an aside, it was really heartening to talk to Manape for a long time about what he sees and his understanding of things. It was really great. And I look forward to the time when you guys have more time with the people who want to be percolating with you uh, about how you want to go about this. Anyway, I'm just bring word from Manape that that's going to be a, a great conversation, I think. So anyway, any questions? Um, well, thank you so much for the updates. And uh, as always, we look forward to when we can get this moving along. <laughs> I know, right? Mm -hmm. So close. <laughs> so, so I'm pretty sure that we'll be able to get our parts in maybe as early as tomorrow to Jeff. Okay. The latest would be Monday because we want to be moving too. Thank you, Annie. And we want you to be moving. <laughs> in conversations with um, city manager, has there been kind of a projected timeline on, um, or updated timeline on kind of when kind of the various next steps uh, might be approaching? Thank you, what a good question. I don't know the answer to that. You know, but this, it, it, it's what we all expect on, on one level, the sooner, the sooner, right? So. Um, and then my other question was, you know, a long time ago, we, there was discussion about um, to what extent Angie could be involved in these contracts given a potential conflict of interest. Um, Thanks, do you Kevin. have any updates on that? Yeah, so um, the parts that she was going to do um, and that she's still going to do, she's just going to do gratis. And a lot of the tasks that she was going to do became part of the job description for the um, staff person. And I was wondering myself how soon that would be able to get together, probably the budget and the proposal has to, I don't know, that's a good question. It would seem like that could actually, it's in a different lane, so it could go ahead at a different pace, but that would be a good question. Okay. Anything else? Just a note to my fellow commissioners, we should definitely you know, make sure that we are aware of what's going on with that part of the contract and you know the hiring process, just because we should not let any other black women do free work on behalf of this commission. Uh. Right, right, and and you know you know the reason, right? Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Okay, okay, and and so it it is full choice yes. in wanting to support. So I I hear you, and I'm just saying yes, and. And I fully choose there. to make sure that we uh, will not <laughs> we'll do what we can to make sure that she is compensated appropriately. Great, great, and and. Well, okay, yes. And maybe oh. for those who um, were not a part of the commission, could you re-explain to us all why? Um, the conflict. The conflict of interest for Angie again? Right, her husband is a fire, firefighter for the city. So because she's married to, to a, a city employee, mm -hmm. she can't contract separately with the city. Okay. Um, and, 
and, th and therein lies a conversation on many levels that could be had, but that's the way it is right now, and she still wants to be involved. Thank you. Thank you. I see that uh, Sakaos has a question, if you'd like to go ahead. Commissioner Nobis. I, I don't have a question, sorry. Is my hand up? Oh, it That's was. <laughs> no, yes. it was the mouse. Oh. It was the mouse. Oh, it was an accident. Okay. Is that you, Eric? I'm sorry. Go ahead, yes. Commissioner Harris. Um, so just speaking on, like, conflicts of interest and, you know, um, someone spouses a city employee and things like that um my question is and it may be a dumb question but i gotta ask it does that uh, like uh, um affect v because she's a county supervisor and then she's going to be a facilitator for a commission i just thought of that when we when i listened to this conversation you know i i personally haven't heard that come up but Me neither. That's why I asked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'll ask her. Yeah, let's get that clear. We don't want to yeah, go into I, I, no I'm snacks. Not I'm not aware of any. Right. She's like counting nothing, and this nothing is has. Excuse me. What? She's counting and this is city, so it it actually is different. Of course, of course, and we haven't heard okay. anything from anyone who's fully aware. You know, people who think like that are fully aware of her new position. I think that's a good okay. question, Eric. I'll. I have my laptop, so I'll just email her so that we get it hot off the presses, but I haven't heard anything either. Another clarifying question, just for my own knowledge, do you know if V uses both she, her, and they, them pronouns, or? They? They. Sorry. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Just a friendly reminder to speak into the microphone, please. <laughs> Thank you. Any other questions from fellow commissioners? Um, Angie, have you heard anything? Uh, Angie, I'm sorry. Um, Steph, have you heard anything um, from like the city attorney side of how things are going? Well, I th they're waiting to get the responses, and depending on the responses, I think that will kind of determine next steps. Have they gotten? They've gotten some, though, correct? No, there hasn't been any responses. So they'll get them by tomorrow or Monday at the latest. Thank you. Okay. Well, if there's no other further questions, I think um, that's all we have for this agenda item. Thank you very much, Annie. Sure. Good to see you all. Thank you. Um, and then um, because I didn't do it at the beginning, I'm going to open it up to public comments uh, for this agenda item. If there's anyone online that would like to comment on this. Okay. We will now move on to number six, which is a correspondence. Um, if there's anyone in the um, the present audience that would like to comment on this for public comments first, anyone online that would like to comment on this? Okay, well, I will open it up to fellow commissioners. This correspondence is um, in regards to a public letter condemning, condemning comment made by Professor Clarence Crater calling for suspension and internal investigation. Um, if you want to open up your packet. Um, I'll start by, um, I don't exactly know who some of the individuals are uh, who were involved in the group who um, forwarded us this uh, open letter. Um, but 
I'm just uh, appreciative of that they, they thought to include us and to make us aware of this so that we could discuss it. Um, reading the agenda is my first time uh, reviewing the letter and the comments that were made by Professor Claire Creeder. I'm in the Department of Family Medicine um, at the University of Iowa. Um, I just reached out to a contact um, who's in family medicine and apparently Dr. Creeder is retired. I, I don't have a lot of other independent ways of verifying some of this information, but um, I am certainly troubled by you know the comments as someone who represents the, the University of Iowa um, who's also my employer. Um, <clears throat> I have um, forwarded this correspondence to the Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at the Carver College of Medicine. Um, and um, I'm gonna follow up to see if there's gonna be any other sort of institutional follow-up action. But I know that this letter was um, addressed to uh, higher administrative staff with the, with the university. So um, hopefully we'll find more in, in weeks about um, whether other action might be taken. Uh, this is Commissioner Merritt, and I mean, I pulled um, him up on the College of Medicine website, you know, the, under Department of Family Medicine, and it shows as if he's still active as um, a professor. There's nothing here that says that he's um, retired or emeritus, so. Um, so this is Commissioner Dillard. I um, also have not had the chance to read this full co correspondence, but I can um, reach out also to the people that um, have emailed us, if uh, we all agree, and just ask them to come talk to us, um, as people have in the past. Um, and also maybe if there is a group of us under quorum that it, that would like to take this on as a, a subcommittee to just meet with them and, and just really um, see how we can be more of assistance and then bring it to our next meeting or the meeting after. I think that would be the best way to move forward. If I'd like to um, be with that, please. Okay. Awesome. So are we in agreement that would be a good next step for this? Um, and also thank you, Commissioner Rivera, for reaching out to your contacts. Yeah, I definitely would want to speak with them, whether they come to a meeting or we go speak to them. That I'm reading this letter right now. This doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous. Awesome. So, um, like I said, I will reach out and see to the best of my ability. I did not receive the email in my email, so I'm going to figure that out. And then <laughs> I'm not sure why. Um, so that um, we can hopefully get them here to talk more about this and have a conversation at our next meeting um, to see how the Truth and Reconciliation Commission can actually be of, of service to them. Um, but I am I am happy to see that people are finding us and, and like reaching out to us so we can fulfill our mission. Go ahead. You might want to speak in the mic though, sorry. This is um, Mohammed. Um, <laughs> I just have one clarifying comment. Uh, so just that it's titled public letter condemning comment made by Professor Clarence Kreider calling for suspension and internal investigation. So um, in terms of the committee that's going to go over this or the people that are focusing on it, uh, just uh, something to keep in mind. Um, 
one calling for the suspension and internal investigation, um, thinking about uh, the process and the monetary aspect of that and if that sets precedent on what the commission does and if the you know if that's the direction we're willing to go or wanting to go that's fine but just um, some things to consider um, can you clarify what you mean by that just I, so I understand I just mean like because there's different types of commissions and different structures to them and different ways they operate and um, not all of them acted in ways where their recommendations or their actions or things, you know, they uh, continually focused on were for punitive actions specifically. Mm -hmm. So yes. that, that's just what I mean in that sense. That of, makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, this, Commissioner Merritt, um, what, I, what I took from the letter is that they want us to have the university encourage them to do an internal investigation and the suspension, not that we would be doing the action because they just talked about these items were um, against the policy. I think they gave examples of whatever. And so I think that's, that's how I took this, that they wanted us to try to encourage the university to do the investigation. But we can get that more clarification after we actually talk to them. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, as far uh, as I'm aware, this was okay. sent to us um, so that we, we might be, con be considering um, signing on as individual co-signers of the or, uh, of the letter, or um, we as a body want to co-sign the letter. Um, I don't know if that's wor worth a, a larger discussion, but um, the letter is as addressed is to Barbara Wilson, Brooks Jackson, Edith Parker, Sarah Sanders, and Liz Tovar. Mm -hmm. um, so they're not asking us to investigate anything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just mean in terms of like, if anyone was taking it on as commission business, just I just mean in the sense of like the direction commissions go is the truth part, but also the reconciliation part. So, mm -hmm. so think of that end of um, it might not end with just the investigation part, but also following along and the next steps and everything. Because this kind of just smells to me more of one of those things with being Facebook comments that are being pointed to for the most part. Um, you know. There's probably more people that think in some of these ways, but just don't post it, and just going directly for the punitive action without some sort of actual reconciliatory effort, you know, just kind of inflames things a little more, or mm -hmm. just makes some people in the community feel some type of way. I'm not saying that, you know, have to be partial towards them, but, you know, just the territory we're in. And also bring in sort of the complexity of understanding that we as like a city body that, um, you know, we're not elected officials. However, we are representatives of the city and, you know, we do have um, a responsibility to make sure that people's constitutional rights are upheld. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um. My opinion is just my opinion. Um, we're here to hear truth. So the university, I mean, they're going to have an internal investigation, which we all know that most internal investigations, a lot of the, the um, details are kept secret. They're not really, you know, then they come to a conclusion at the end, but you never know about that internal investigation. So I do want to hear from people so they can tell their truth. And as far as the part about reconciliation they don't have to <clears throat> go out and hate this guy this needs to be the 
investigation and maybe they can move on from this. But it has to be said and the truth has to be let out because then maybe you have a chance to move on and maybe you just, everybody can learn a lesson and these type of things wouldn't have to happen no more. But I do feel that I do want to hear from the people because they're going to do their own internal investigation and they're going to come up with what they want to come up with. It's worth asking if we do follow up with this group to see like what what else sort of they would be asking and if they would be interested in some sort of reconciliatory process with um, Professor Creter. You know, I think that that's kind of our best method of like approaching this is mm -hmm. really standing by the method of, of um, how we produce change and better relationships in our community. I agree. I agree. That's, that's the way I wanted to end too. They just have a reconciliation with them. I don't want it. That's the way I think it should end. Great. So, um, like I said, I will reach out to them and um, see if they're open to having a further conversation with, you know, reconciliation in mind and to see exactly what, how they are envisioning we play our part in this. If, are there any other comments or questions on this agenda item? Okay, if not, then uh, we'll move on to the next one, which is uh, agenda item number seven, follow up on the testimony from the meeting of January 19th. Um, first, I'll open up public comments to people in the room with us. And if there are no comments in the room, we'll go online. If anyone wants to comment online. Okay, if not, I will open it up to um, commissioners. Um, I believe um, everyone received an email from Stephanie. Um, I reached out to her and asked uh, about some, there was a couple of legal questions about how, if we could move forward with the testimony from last, um, our last meeting um, with the, the woman who um, experienced what she considered racism at her um, place of employment. Um, I, did everyone receive that email? Do I need to read it out loud? That'd be nice, thank you. Okay, if you give me one moment, I will find it. Okay, um, Stephanie wrote, commissioners, I spoke with the city attorney's office and they are okay with the TRC referring them to resources as long as they are trusted community partners or attorneys competent to practice in the field. Because the TRC plans on asking council to approve consultants to assist them with formulating a structure to receive said testimony, having them speak again or bringing others forward is doing things in the wrong, in the wrong order. To avoid any problems with the city entity weighing and on a matter already being litigated and of which the TRC has not investigated would be better addressed with the consultants who will be assisting the TRC in setting up a process. So I, go ahead. It, to me, it sounds like this might be the perfect first case for our facilitators as soon as we get them um, on board. Um, that is, after reading that email, that's my first thought. I don't know if anybody else thought the same thing, but. Um. Yeah, I just thought like, hey, um, let's get a budget if you want us to do things like that. That's my first thought. <laughs> that would be great. Any other thoughts? Go ahead. Yeah, in relation to that, because uh, 
the individual concerned, she won't just wait until we have the facilitator. Uh, I'll share an update on the organizations that uh, that she went to. So one of them is legal aid because uh, again and again, whenever she had been going, and she mentioned that here when she was speaking, uh, unfortunately they have a conflict, they had a conflict, so they were not able to do anything beyond sharing that because the protocol doesn't even allow them to explain the conflict. Uh, and when she was, uh, she, she was uh, explaining her, when she was sharing her testimony, she also, I also refer, she also went to Center for Worker Justice and they are working with her on that. Yeah, so, and she also went to, I also referred her to Iowa workforce, so who are also working with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I want to leave it there. Yeah. Thank you for the update. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that she is working with, um, as I think was listed, trusted community partners um, mm -hmm. to help yeah. with the litigation part. And if it's needed, maybe when we do have our facilitator, she can, if uh, a testimony, uh, her, sharing her truth is needed, that's something I believe we can provide in the future. So. Yeah, and I'll pass on her, she, that she keeps thanking the TRC for listening to her mm -hmm. and uh, what we did for her. And by looking at her, the interactions I've had with her, she looks much happier about the process yeah, to me. Yeah. That's good. Great to hear. Any other comments on this agenda item? Okay, I'll move on to the next agenda item, number eight, the Iowa City Community School District Elementary School Performance Incident. First, I will go to public comments. No, and then I'll go online if there's anyone online that would like to comment. All right, if not, I'll let um, fellow commissioners take the floor and just um, give us an update. Commissioner Krebs here. Um, so we attended the school board meeting um, Tuesday, I believe it was the 31st, um, and we spoke our testimony in front of the school board. Uh, Sakawas provided um, the recommendations. Um, I will be meeting with Matt Degner tomorrow um, and the equity committee for the school reached out and um, I'll be joining a meeting with them on March 1st. So I'll have more information, you know, going forward. Um, nothing's, you know, planned yet. Um, but we're moving along. 
Awesome, thank you for the update. Commissioner Nobis, did you have anything you wanted to say? Uh, no, I think Marie gave a good um, overview. I guess I just want to add that um, we've been working with a youth from the district that goes to City High, and it's been really great to see how powerful they are. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really want to see if the school board is going to do any of these things. I'm very curious to see how that turns out. Um, I'm really tired of uh, people calling this stuff out with, like, no action being taken. So this would be interesting. I'm, I'm very, yeah, I'd like to see what happens. I can't be at the meeting with the um, superintendent. Uh, I'm actually driving right now to uh, a reservation in South Dakota, but um, I will be there for the one with the equity committee. And um, I just want to say thank you to those of you, other commissioners, who attended school board meetings and provided support. I think that's amazing. And I think we're going to be on the agenda of the next meeting. Is that not is that correct, uh, Commissioner Kress? Um, I haven't had anything confirmed um, when I I was emailing with uh, Ruthina Malone and she um, she wanted us to you know meet with uh, Matt Degner and before we could be actually put on the agenda. So I think they kind of want, from what I understand, I think they kind of want you know an action plan to speak on. I will follow okay. up um, with her. Um, we have an updated letter as well that's on the Great Plains Action Society website. Um, so I would refer, if you want to refer people to, you know, the letter, that's a great spot to go. It's on our blog. Um, so I guess, yeah, we just have to make sure that, the, you know, the, the superintendent gets the updated letter. Um, in fact, I think I'm going to go in there and put bullet points for our demands so it's very clear about what we're asking for. Um, that's but I'll, I'll do that when I get off the road here. Um, and then uh, the one last thing I wanted to say, uh, what was it now? Um, about being on the agenda. Um, oh, that's it. I wanted to talk about the press coverage. Um, I'm really happy to see that, you know, the Daily Alley one, Iowa has taken some interest. And, um, you know, that they were... We're very good at um, really uh, getting our voices heard, like our real voices. I, I often hate interviews because, um, you know, you never come out sounding like you want or you, they never catch on to the things that are meaningful to you. But I think they did a great job of this. So if, if, if you all haven't read it, um, yeah, please, please take a look. Uh, I think that's all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you all. And I'll be planning to attend with um, Commissioner Krebs to talk to the superintendent. I wanted to say, Commissioner um, Marie here, uh, I really appreciated the support also. I My background has, I've kind of been like a solo um, <laughs> justice fighter, if you will. Um, and having a support system was literally amazing. It's so amazing. I can't even tell you guys 
what, how amazing that feels. <laughs> so thank you. I want to piggyback on, uh, on what Marie, you said. And I, I'm just thinking about since when this incident started and as we continue, as it continues being worked on it, I'm thinking on the trauma, on the students, and especially since uh, at the board meeting, uh, we had a student, and I'm, I'm saying this because it was a public meeting, and she did say herself, the student, that she's a student, uh, uh, and gave her testimony. And even those of us who were there, uh, we saw how already she was being affected. And we could also relate at some level because uh, uh, those of us who were there, we also got triggered. Some of us started shedding tears. So uh, I'm interested on as not forgetting the trauma that the, cons the affected students are going through and uh, finding out what the school is doing. I'm not talking about the details, but just what are you doing about this? Probably the district is already doing something, but it would be good to, to know that, yeah. So just to clarify, are you are you thinking of like um, like supports for the students uh, for the yeah with them just the distress counseling. that they deal with counseling yeah 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 mm -hmm. that's a, actually a really good idea. Uh, this is Commissioner Lauren uh, Merritt. Um, I think we also talked about getting on maybe the agenda with the city, the city council, since our letter, the letter went to the city and we responded. And so, and from what I heard from my contact, Stephanie is a person that we need to talk to about how to go about on getting on the agenda for a city council meeting. So a, a board or commission doesn't really have the authority to, to get on a council agenda. You, um, could go to the a council meeting and talk to items not on the agenda okay. and you know make requests or something um, I, I think it would probably be something if the council chose to to meet with um, the TRC it would pro it would be at a work session not at a um, formal meeting but um, it, you know you can make a recommendation request that's how it's been done in the past um, or you can, you know, talk on items not on the agenda at any formal council meeting. So, so we become talk on the items that are not on the agenda, and at that point, we could be asking, knowing that they can't respond, whatever. But we could ask that, you know, if we could work in the future as a work in a workshop to discuss. Okay. Are there any Chair, other if it's okay, I wanted to ask a follow-up question of Stephanie. Mm -hmm. Stephanie, if uh, 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 an individual 
talks uh, on the items not on the agenda. But, mm, does it always get on the agenda, that route? Well, members of the TRC could go to a formal meeting and ask, and then it's, an, it's up to council whether or not they would want to set up a work session. So, I mean, that's, it's similar to kind of how you're set up. Like, a community member can ask you to put something on your agenda, but, but ultimately it's, you know, within your purview whether you put it on. Mm -hmm. um, the, the difference is, is that council usually wouldn't have uh, open dialogue in, of this type at a formal meeting. It would probably be at a work session. And if action comes out of the conversation at the work session, then there may be action items that would then be placed on a formal council agenda. But that, that's kind of how that works. Thank you. And now I've got a follow-up question. Um, if we come and speak, uh, you know, items not on the agenda, with what we say, which I know there's like a timeline and stuff, but does it become part of the minutes of that um, meeting? Okay. Thanks. Any other comments on this agenda item? Okay, well, again, thank you for the updates, everyone, and we'll just be sure to keep this on the, um, the coming agendas. Um, next, we are gonna move into um, the reading that we've been doing, a practical guide to planning collaborative initiatives to advance racial equity, section edition 2022 discussion. I unfortunately forgot my book at home, but I was wondering if anyone had any comments on the next section? I uh, didn't get a chance to read chapter three between meetings, so I'll just be including summary for three with four at the next meeting. Thank you for that. Does anyone else have any comments on section three? Okay. Well, if there's nothing, um, we will move on to the next and I didn't see anyone online. Uh, we'll move on to the final, which is announcements of commissioners and staff. Um, first, Stephanie, do you have any announcements for us? Well, just an FYI, I have a conflict for your next meeting, and I will follow up with the city manager's office to see if they can have somebody sub or, you know, but that's that would be the goal to keep you on schedule. But. <laughs> Um, if not, I, you know, I don't, and this isn't an agenda item, but you may get an email from me asking if you would consider moving it to either the following week, which I believe is the 23rd, or something of that nature. But, but if somebody in the CMO's office can, can come and do it, then that will keep you on schedule. So, so I, will, I will know more tomorrow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Fellow commissioners, any announcements? Um, yeah. I got one. Um, a while back, maybe about two or three weeks ago, um, a lady had called me, and she's she and I guess her um, husband had passed away, and so she knows that you know at times you know I work with Inside Out, or I might work with I would Catholic Worker House. Well, she <laughs> she donated me about thirty to forty suits with belts, all the accessories. The only thing is that the husband, he was big and tall. So what I'm saying is if anybody knows anybody that wants to get some suits given to them, get a hold of me. Because if not, then my wife is going to keep on yelling about all these suits in the house. 
<laughs> and they're pretty nice too. Thank you, Commissioner Harris. Anyone else? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> this is Commissioner Johnson. Uh, I just want to say thank you to uh, City Council on uh, looking into uh, the city ordinance uh, uh, to help out uh, with the Golden Gloves as of right now to make sure that everything clears. I just want to say thank you for uh, swiftly looking over things and uh, hopefully uh, things will pass through even further later on down the line. So just want to say thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Commissioner, Commissioner Donson, anyone else? All right, this is... Um, sorry. Oh. <laughs> this is Commissioner Rivera. Um, happy Black History Month. And um, I know that uh, there's, once again, kind of um, national news that are harrowing uh, for communities nationwide. Um, and so I just want to hold space for kind of whatever grieving um, you um, as an individual or among your communities are doing. Um, and I hope that um, we're all taking care of ourselves. Thank you, Commissioner Rivera. Anyone else? Um, I will go as Commissioner Dillard. Um, this morning I went to the Johnson County Super Johnson County Supervisors and accepted the Black History Month proclamation, which I have in front of me that you all can look at. Um, and as you know, Commissioner Rivera just pointed out, um, happy Black History Month, but it does you know, come at another time of sadness. So um, I hope we're all taking care of ourselves and um, just remembering how important this commission is um, for months to come. Um, and then also, my organization in celebration of Black History Month is having a heart and soul full breakfast on Valentine's Day um, at our Broadway Neighborhood Center from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, we are, um, this is for everyone. It's really geared towards the families um, and youth that come to our centers, but the whole community can come out. If you want more information, just follow up with me. If there's no other comments, um, I will look for a motion to adjourn. I move to adjourn. And a second. A second. All right.